0: Return in exaltation, a bearer of the
1: sheaves. Gentlemen, let us bless. Now and
2: forever. May the name of the Lord be
0: blessed from now and forever. With the permission of my distinguished gentlemen and scholars, let us bless our God, the one from whom is our sustenance.
3: Blessed is he, we to do his goodness. It always
0: happens that way with multiple books. Blessed is our God, the one from whom is our sustenance, and by whose goodness we live. Blessed is he, and blessed is his name. Amen. Barucha Tabunai, Elohane, you, Malaka, Lam, Hazan, let all look at you up, their hand, their Who know, Amen. In honor of our honored guest Daniel, we thank you, our Holy Father, for your holy name that you have caused to dwell in our hearts, and for the knowledge, faithfulness, and eternal life that you have made, to, made known to us through your servant Yeshua. Yours is the glory forever.
2: Hazan et Hachol. Okay. Uh, <coughs> Yonatan. we thank you. <coughs> Allah has been able to do this, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amen. Gregory, can you, give us Binyan Yerushalayim? you can do it in English if you can't sing it. That's okay. well, okay.
4: okay. You do whatever you want. I'll do it in Hebrew. <laughs> A Israel a Mecha, Weyal Yoshilay Murecha, Beyal T Yor Mishkan Kivodecha, Weal Malkout Beta Vid Mishikhecha, We Al Habay Hakadosh, Shemi Hashim, Hello Hindu,
2: Ainu, Zuinu, I say new, everything, I don't
0: so, favor and fortify us, O Lord our God, with your commandments and with the commandment of the seventh day of Lord and the and holy Sabbath, for this day is great and holy before you, to cease on it and to rest on it with love, according to the commandment of your favor. In your favor, give us rest, O Lord our God, that there may not be trouble, sorrow, or groaning on the day of our rest. And show us, O Lord our God, the consolation of Zion, your city, and the building of Jerusalem, on the city of your holiness. For you are the master of salvation and master of consolations. <laughs> Remember, O Lord, your congregation, to rescue her from all evil and make her complete in your love. Gather the betrothed from the four winds to your kingdom that you prepared for her, for yours is the power and the glory forever. And I know you know the rest of that, right? Amen. Who, who did I not call? Did I call, did I call you? I didn't call you. Did I call you? I you started call. it, right? Um, so, what do you think? Colby, can you, uh, can you kick us with the Hatova Hameti?
5: Um, yes, bless you and our God, King of the universe, dear mighty our Father, our King, our Sovereign, our Creator, our Redeemer, our Maker, our Holy One, Holy One, Jacob, our Shepherd, the Shepherd of Israel, the King who is good and does good for all, for every single day he did good, he does good, and he will do good for us, he was bound to us, he is bound to us, he will forever be bound to us, mm-hmm. with grace and with kindness and mercy, with relief, salvation, success, blessing, help, consolation, sustenance, support, mercy, life, peace, and of all good, and of all good things, may never deprive us. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Where are We We are on Harakaman, the Compassionate One, on page 105 in the blue book. Thank you. 105 in the blue book. 18, we'll go back. 18 in the tiny book. <laughs> and uh, don't I want to know where we I want to know where we are on the safari sitter. <laughs> so Johnny, what do you got in your hand? You got, oh, you got a little Was that like this one? That's like this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's articles. So. Yeah. Greg Bartos, senior. Um, give us the compassionate one, and we will bring in the rest of it in English. The
5: compassionate
6: one.
0: May he, may he reign, reign over us for forever and ever. ever.
6: The compassionate
5: one. May, may he, he
0: rest in the heavens and in the, 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 the earth. The,
6: the compassionate one. May he be acclaimed in every generation and, and always glorified Christ in us for now and in blessing, blessing and honored in, in his us for eternity. The compassionate eternity May he provide for us the dignity. The compassionate. May he break your yoke from the bottom neck and may he yes. stand up right to your hands. Yes.
0: I just want you to know your part doesn't change. So you don't really have to study here. Just a good study. <laughs> I'm just going right along. Okay, that's, that's good. That's good. He has a right out in front of me. <laughs> the compassionate one. him. May he stand up in my left bless 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 hand. <laughs> <laughs>
6: This is you again. This is you again. May he send us from the other MV for good. May bring good news.
0: Blue box. May he bless me, my wife, and my offspring and all that is mine.
4: This is us. Let it be your will that
5: the master of this
6: house.
2: From your mouth to God's ears.
0: This is like working at the United Nations. (laughs) Give us uh, one more. May you bless
6: <laughs> us and all these hours, just as our fathers have left Abraham, not Yitzhak, Yako, in everything, when everything, with everything. May we all bless the blessing
0: of the Lord. Amen. In the heavens above, may their case and ours be heard, that there may be a preservation of peace, and may we bear blessings from the Lord. And righteous acts from our God who saves, may we find grace and be perceived well in the eyes of God and man. One more time in the blue box. May He let us inherit the day of complete Sabbath and the rest of the eternal life. Top of the page is you. May He allow us to see the days of Messiah the, the life of the world to come, a tower of salvations of his King. He shows devotion to His Messiah and to David to His offspring into eternity. May the one who makes peace in His heights make peace for us and for all Israel now say, Amen. Fear the Lord, is holy ones, for those who fear him have no lack. Young lions may be poor and hungry, but those who seek the Lord do not like a good thing. Give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his devotion is eternal. Opening your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and the Lord will be his assurance. I was a young man, and I grew old, but I have never seen a righteous person forsaken or his offspring asking for bread. The Lord will give strength to his people, the Lord will bless his people with peace. The grace come and made this world pass away. Hosanna to the God of David. Everyone who is holy, let him come. Everyone who is not, let him repent. Maranatha. Amen. 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 Wow. It's like you guys are doing that for the first or second time. That's great. <laughs> 17,
2: translations. Seventeen translations. That's right. Hebrew was
0: on the same Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what book you well use well you'll be doing well in, well in Hebrew.
6: Played. <laughs> well played,
0: so oh, oh, All right. All right. It's like herding cats. All right. Can I get Michaela to pick up all the light brown tiny books? And we'll put those behind Maria's head. And can I get uh, Suzanne, please, to grab the blue and the brown books? There are only two brown that I'm aware of. All the rest are blue. Uh, right behind her head, bottom shelf. Yeah. Remember, if you want to steal one of those, all you need to do is ask and not be uh, forsaken by God.
6: Oh,
0: you know, we can just Yeah, they go in another room, Suzanne. Don't worry about
6: it.
0: All right. 8 Nisan, 5775, Shabbat HaGadol, Parshat Tzav. We already mentioned, did anybody come in that wasn't here for the uh, Torah reading? One, two, three. Okay, so we do have a four, nine, five, twelve, five, seventeen, <laughs> forty-two. All right, so just a couple of quick announcements. Uh, here he is. Sariah! Yay! We were wondering where you went, Sariah.
7: Where's your bra?
3: Here she She's is. Here she is. The Trava
0: Counties are celebrating their second anniversary this past Tuesday. I think that um, I could not be more pleased to have you in our community. You bring in a wealth of a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and it's a blessing. And may your next child... To yep. be a masculine, masculine child.
3: We know it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work. All right. She'll learn
6: from her big brother.
3: That's right. To be masculine?
6: <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the troublemaker in the group.
0: And I am no longer related to That's him. Nice.
6: <laughs> it is,
0: uh, for those of you who had the opportunity to spend some time with Daniel and uh, Maria...
3: Um,
6: I have
0: have always known Daniel to be just a regular guy who has accepted an irregular challenge to share the word of God both written and teaching and uh, I want to publicly say that uh, you and your ministry has changed my life and I am very grateful if we go further than that I'm going to cry and then uh, just get all messy (laughs)
8: <laughs> it was helpful to me when I started out.
0: Amen. Mm. Amen. And I was uh, I was taken by how much uh, First Fruits of Zion and Daniel himself has affected our congregation and our worship of the Most Holy One. Blessed right. is he. And it turns out that he married up.
8: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I think we actually talked about that when we were in Israel that oh, we both yeah. married up yeah. yeah I in, uh, so and we both married Northerners, which is also good too. so uh, that's great. Yankees. Northerners, Yankees. Oh, Yankees, yeah. yeah no, we, I am Red Sox all the way. Around. You know we, we take this as a very high compliment here, you know um,
8: And for those of you who didn't get a chance to spend time with
0: Miriam, she is delightful and also a CS Lewis fan I, as. I. I am, There it is. Um, So for those of you that are preparing for uh, Pesach, you need to remember that Friday night is upon you. I mean, I don't know what you're waiting for, but step up, right? 11, this is the last week. Beer has to go. If you need to get rid of some, I am willing to help. You know a guy. I know a (laughs) guy. Yeah. Okay. If you have questions about whether or not rice is mesonet and all of that. Just call Greg, up him, day or night. Yeah, use um, the Sabartic tradition. That's right. That's right. It's
1: not mesonet according
0: to him. That's right. And I try to flip flop to make it as easy as possible each year. Um, we've had four special Shabbats that the sages put in place that we might understand things are coming, and if we were in the land and the temple was standing, we would understand that that red cow was necessary. Had we had any type of death in the family and uh, had we fulfilled one of the highest mitzvahs of burying the dead, we would need the ashes of the red heifer and the uh, water purification sprinkled on us. That is not the case for us these days because the temple does not stand, but Shabbat Para was two weeks ago. Shabbat HaKodesh, the beginning of Nisan, the beginning of the year was last week. Today, Shabbat Hagadol, the chubby Sabbath. I, I think <laughs> tonight, uh, Daniel's probably going to call it the big or the great Sabbath, but, you know, what can you do? Next week is also a Sabbath, and it happens to be Pesach. So Friday night, uh, you'll have your Seder. Again, the uh, the offer still stands. If you are in our community and you have no place to have Pesach Seder, see me, see Rick, see Greg. You need to have a place. You must keep that Seder, and we want to help you to do you, that. Back here. Me, yes, ma'am. ma'am.
9: A little bit off, off it of regarding announcements that okay. earlier. Yeah. Um, just real quickly for the You're lady. pregnant! No, no we knew that, Wait, That's, that's what so. um, I said. <laughs> ladies, keep an eye out for the meetup this week. Um, we're going to have just a low key women's meeting at Starbucks. Just kind of pass over debrief and. What's to come? And that's always on a Sunday, right? Yes, sir. Good, you're good.
0: That and that's right with the first Sunday us? of the month? Yes, sir. So which that story? is this?
9: Yeah, which story? The Stonecrest The Stormcrest Stormcrest Stormcrest. 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 The address will be in the That'll be in the meetup. meet-up. Yes. And
0: that's this coming Sunday? Coming. A week right. from I'm on meeting. the morrow? Yes. Yeah. A week it's from Easter. the morrow. Oh,
9: yes.
6: <laughs> it's, what? it's always
0: Easter Sunday. It's How about that? Easter? East 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 Let's, no, no, really. Let's go and mention all the names of pagan gods. That's appropriate for Star Wars. That's right. All right. So I do want to remind you that if you're having a second Seder, um, then you're preparing on Friday for your Seder that night, as well as your Seder for the next night, because we've got uh, the Shabbat here. You won't have time to get rid of leaven or do anything weird like that. The following Friday, a week from this Friday, is April 10, and that is the seventh day of uh, Chag Chag Matzot, and it is a Sabbath, so that's a, it's a day you should not be working. If you need me to call your employer, please uh, see me after class. What day is the seventh? That is next Friday, a week from this Friday. It's the seventh day of Pesach. And then, um, and there we have it. Any other announcements that I missed? Anybody else pregnant that wants to talk about? It. No? Okay. Um, so I, I, am, I am interested, very quickly, Deliberately putting you on the spot. Um, if you had an opportunity, would you come back? where's like too weird. No, yeah, come back. Okay, well there it is. Well, so now you we'll get sign it. Up already, There so. you go. So you get open invitation anytime you're on this side of the country.
8: Yeah, we're wherever allowed to go visit our son at Fort Bragg. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was at Fort Bragg. My folks never visited me. Sorry. <laughs> no
6: pressure.
0: No pressure, but yeah, if you're there. Um, I was just stone's throw. Just down the highway. Stay here. Okay. Go there. Come back.
6: Yeah, I have yet to be there. So. Really? Well, you're not really missing yeah. anything.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Actually, we need to pray for what's your, yeah, your son's name? Isaac. 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 Yeah, we need to pray for Isaac. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go through why or now because you're here, but we'll talk about that when you leave. So, what does Tsav mean? Command. It's a command. Yeah. So, uh, oh, by the way. I'm, I'm doing the portion discussion because uh, Joshua, who normally does this, Yehoshua, uh, my son-in-law, is at a funeral for uh, a lady that Juliana works with at the Jewish Community Center. So, um, she was diagnosed with cancer, and given like two months, she died in two days. That's what I did. So, um, I had a couple of questions as I walk through this portion and uh, you know we've talked about commands and for our community uh, as opposed to those that may be in the visible representation of the church today a command is something that we take seriously so a lot of times the, the book of Leviticus is considered to be Levite stuff and doesn't really apply to the people was there stuff that you saw here that were commands for us? Or was it all just Levite stuff and priest stuff? Say I think um, I'm sorry.
8: Knights there is, we it's like the a person may present to the Lord. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that was yeah. one of the things I loved about this whole thing.
0: And the neat yeah. part is that I don't think any of these uh mm-hmm. these sacrifices or offerings, right, that we've seen over the past two portions were obligatory. If you, if you sinned, you needed to do the sin offering, but it doesn't say you need to do it the next day or that night or you know anything like that. If you lived on the north side of Galilee, next time you go, you need to do that. A lot of times that may be a pilgrimage festival, like Pesach. So if you know that you buried somebody, if you know that you've sinned, then you would go knowing that you need at least a week to deal with the dead body deal, and you need to deal with the sin sacrifice first, and then you can go ahead and do the Pesach. And I think if you do the sin, you also have to do an olav. I don't know. I can't remember. Good. That's good. So there's some application. I was sitting with a Jewish man on Friday. And uh, he's new to this. I did not uh, grow up in an observant home. And uh, brand spanking. And I, uh, I said, so what do you think of these offerings? he said, well, I, I, I know what they are. And he rattled them off. And he had obviously been studying. And I said, uh, we've, we've got peace between you and me. I have peace with God. I hope you have peace with God. Maybe one of these peace offerings would be a good idea. What do you say? And he was like, ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. i like, okay. Now, you didn't get to this yet Sometimes. in the book. Simmer
1: down
0: now. Yeah, <laughs> let's take our time. So, um, so we are actually being obedient. And as you bump into those that are still in the uh, visible representation of the church, they have not been taught that we are only allowed to make these <coughs> offerings to God in the place where He has chosen to place His name, and that place is
1: the temple in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, that's
0: exactly right. So, one last question, and then I'll. Uh, open it up for discussion for you guys. Um, This whole wave thing, the wave offering, you're right about that, right? So, Is that it? You all right? Uh, So uh, um, I've never been in a stadium, and I've never been to a game. Ever, whole life, 55. Anybody wants to take me? That'd be great. We
3: were were at the night stadium. We did the
1: wave
6: together.
0: (laughs) When was that? When I was younger. It must have been a bad experience. I put it right on Blue hat. We all, we, all went. Went. we all went? I didn't know. I've been. Don't remember <laughs> that. That's but, good. But That's but good. Do, How did we do?
6: Good point. Good point. Well, now they're
0: uptown, so they must count, right? Okay. We won't talk about the Vikings. Sorry. No offense. Um, I didn't mention Kyle. For those of you who weren't here before, Kyle. Johnson. Um, I've been in his father's house. Keith Johnson was the uh, uh, chaplain for the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, Bobby Pittenger introduced me to him and said, hey, y- you need to meet this guy. And he's got his own tourist school that he just bought, and it's a pretty amazing story how that came about. He's on the north side of Charlotte. I figured we have to go to Chicago, some weird place. <laughs> his and, father's uh,
1: actually in the land of Israel,
0: right? Right now, yes, he is. So I went and met with Keith and Bobby and, and well, Bobby didn't show. I mean, Bobby was really late. He got held up at something. So, Keith and I had a great amount of time to talk together. And we talked about Bella We talked about his ministry and prayed together. And it was a very sweet time. And I, uh, I like you, Father. I really do. So, uh, and I'm glad you're here. And you look good in my Talit, by the way. You need to get one of those. That's good. So, the wave offering it seems that Moses gave this stuff to Aaron and his sons. And then waved them. Now I think, correct me if I'm wrong, did not the sages say that Moses waved the guys with the, right, picked them up and wait, is that what he said? Yeah.
10: That's I think I've heard that understanding, but yeah. there's also the understanding that that he held their hands like he uh, the priest held the offering and he, he held their
0: hands. And, and, and he waved it. Right. Kind of teach him how to do it like do yeah, you do with kid. That makes more sense to me because I know Moses was a big guy, but... Well. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> much. Okay, good, 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 good. good. Wave the priest. there yeah,
6: yeah. wave <laughs> the priest.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, the, um, I was listening as uh, the men came up to read from the Torah and... One of them read about the anointed priest would do this in the place of his father, the anointed priest. Does anybody know where that is? Remember that? Mm-hmm. See, he remembers that. Where is that? Uh, Six twenty two
4: maybe? It's a
0: Anointed in his place, that's exactly what I'm looking for. 622. 622. <laughs> oh, well, does anybody have the real reference? I mean, come on. <laughs> 622. It's not that. So what do we, back up or go forward? Where did your Bible start? Did it start at 6-1 or did it start at 5-something? It started at 6-something, so we've got to back up, right? Why is it 6-9. So maybe we're nine verses ahead. So you said 622. So we back up? Say us an eternal statute. Yeah, here it is. It is 615. When the high priest dies, the priest who is anointed from among his sons in his place should prepare it. At least is what mine says. The inspired Gutnik translation. So how is this uh, high priest thing supposed to work? How yes, many high like, priests we got?
10: You only have one, one
0: at, at a time. One at a time.
10: And he holds the office till he dies.
0: And then something special happens for a Nazi man.
10: They are released from the city of refuge.
0: If you're in a city of refuge, how long do you have to stay? Until the high, high priest dies. dies. And then we get a new high priest. Now do they draw lots? Do they buy it from Rome? Or how does that work? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends, depends on the time of yeah, year. The yeah. No, it passes
0: to his son. It passes to his son. So, in the apostolic writings, we read of an odd time where the priesthood was corrupt, and you'll read in the scriptures where, it apparently you've got more than one high priest. You've got Annas and you've got Caiaphas, and you know, and they're kind of juggling it around, and he was, and his son was, and his son-in-law was, and all of that, and you've got more than one. So, it's it's a really good indication, without looking at it, extra biblical references, that we've got. A pretty poor representation in the priesthood, and of course, um, they were ruling things that they ought not to have uh, run. So, what did you see in this portion that made you go, "Huh"? I've been reading this for years, and I never saw that. Yes. Um, chapter eight seven. Now, are you in a in a real Bible? Uh, yeah. Real Bible. Okay. Eight seven. Eight, eight seven eight eight. Seven
2: and eight, eight.
0: Now, hang on a second, we've got to get to now. Okay. You're in chapters. Eight, seven, okay. So
2: between those two verses is the middle of the Torah, if you're counting by verses. Oh, I
0: remember that last year, that's right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Middle of the Torah, yeah, really if you're doing history, by verses.
2: Though, who instituted the verses, even in the Jewish Bible, I'm not
0: entirely sure. Yeah, I thought it was a monk. Francis, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't think it was Francis of the Sissy, but I think it was a monk. <laughs> Do you know off top of your head who did the verses? No.
3: No. Was it a monk though? Wasn't it? It probably
0: was. Yeah. <laughs> drinking <laughs> around, drinking Not a beer. Let's, hey, let's <laughs> number all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. That's good. Good point. Anything else? Well. Yeah. I can't
8: claim that this struck me because you know, but. It, 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 <laughs> some of the commentary that I was reading about it made me realize that and I i never even noticed this and I would like to give credit to, to the place where I saw it. it was a link that I got from Rick Spurlock. Uh-huh. And but I can't remember it sorry but, but the point was that and, they, and I wrote down uh, 715 and 729 and 30 it seems like these, they were talking in this commentary that these things were addressed to the offerer, not to the priest, the responsibility in 7.15, the deadline, yeah. to meet the deadline for the offerer. Absolutely. That Israelites bore a great deal of responsibility over some of their staff, some, not, you know, individuals. Why the individual was responsible when priests specifically trained in the offerings was a good question. And then in 7.29.30, it gave. they said another example of individual layperson's, Participation in the sacrifices that priests do have the main responsibility, obviously, but the individual is allowed to participate. Maybe in a, they used the phrase lesser sanctity, and then they talked about possible reasons. Would maybe this would prevent negative or jealous feelings towards the priests, and then the opposite priests were expected to live simply, supported by the citizen. But power corrupts. Participation by an ordinary Israelite might combat such temptations. I thought that was an entirely. I'm like, wow, yeah, I never even noticed that. How cool that there is some participation.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That
8: you, that an individual offer. I was under the
0: impression, though, that if you brought your sacrifice, you killed the sacrifice, and the priest caught the blood with the with the cup. Is so that not right, correct? You
5: don't know like an average Israelite is not gonna to check.
0: Anything. How to how to do it without cutting the uh, windpipe? So the priest is doing it, and the priest mm-hmm. is holding the cup. Mm-hmm. you got two priests: one holding the cup, one holding the cup. There
9: is a discussion on that. We were reading Ramon's commentary on it, and it's—it's—I was back a bit unclear. Forth, okay? Like yeah. some people say it was this, and some people say it was the person offering. Some people say the leader. Yeah. yeah. From my recollection.
7: Yeah.
0: So what? What is clear? What is clear is who's supposed to eat it, right? Uh-huh. Who gets to eat it?
7: I thought the sacrificer has his head he and on the head. He does. <laughs> yeah. and Especially well, that your, would be—you would feel.
0: The the life blood. Yes. Absolutely.
7: Yes. I think you, it would make you feel mm-hmm. one with that
0: sacrifice Sure, absolutely mm-hmm. You would sense that your sin or exactly. your guilt or whatever it may be That there was a consequence Absolutely, absolutely That mm-hmm. we well, probably change our walk a little bit I think, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a lot
5: Yes, sir Ron compares the offering um, to like Hashem's mercy so it should have been us on the altar Like when we sin, we should have to pour our own blood out. When we sin, we should be punished for it. And when we sin, like, we shouldn't be allowed to live. But when we have to actually see ourselves kill an innocent animal um, for the sake of this, it makes us think twice about it. It should give you pause, I would think.
0: The soul that sins shall surely die. Hashem
5: only accepts that offering out of his mercy because he should have accepted you and he should have killed you. Mm
0: -hmm. Amen. Amen. Good. So, um, we talked on Tuesday night, the men uh, discussed um, some of these sacrifices and where you can eat them and how holy they are and so forth. And um, Daniel started going through that a little bit at dinner last night and I felt like we had at least reviewed and didn't look like noobs, which is always tough. So, the list of offerings, I'd rather call them offerings than sacrifices because sacrifice sounds like you're killing something or taking its life but these truly were offerings and uh, and I think in the visible representation of the church when we say offering people think either money or plate
6: right we're gonna take an offering in comes
0: the goat I mean that's different you know most people don't think that way but uh, I, I would like us when we hear the word offering to think animal rather than plate well, offering, think, 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 animal rather than money, and I think that will will change uh, our perspective. Well, sacrifice of is of kind these. of
1: a misnomer as well because it's not that. We see that nowhere in scripture do we see that God is delighting in in, de- in our
0: deprivation. Right, and, exactly. And that's what that word in, sort of entails. Yeah, going beyond. Yeah, exactly right. Good. So we've got some limits. As, as you pointed out, on how long these things can hang around while you're eating them, and a lot of times the priest gets it, but on that uh, peace offering, the guy who brings it can eat it, and oftentimes with uh, his friends and family, and, uh, and he's got more time in which to do that. So that's pretty neat as well. So, a... yes,
3: the, there's one commentator. Uh, Rabbi Miller, who's actually the author of the Gutnet Homash, has a really interesting uh, thought on it because there's a lot of discussion actually around what exactly is the purpose of of the fire being continually kept burning? Why Mm -hmm. is that mentioned? Uh, Who cares? Um, It's not applicable to us. What does it matter that you're supposed to keep the fire burning? And they uh, interpret it uh, kind of existentially and say that This is actually about, well, could potentially be a midrash about how you are to raise your children. So, in other words, how did the fire get lit Well, the fire was initially lit by Hashem? That corresponds to the soul of the child going, and Hashem gives the soul of the child. Now, the the fire is supposed to be fanned, it's supposed to be kept going. You're not supposed to let a single coal be extinguished, lest you uh, break a positive commandment. That corresponds to you're supposed to fan the flames of your child's soul. How do you do that? Well, it's by infusing your child with enthusiasm for the mitzvah, which is why, uh, corresponding to that, there's this task of, you know, the Kohen comes in each morning, he takes the ash of the fire from the previous night. That's a very menial thing to do. Especially if you've got to change your clothes when you're done in order to take them outside. So why would the Torah take its time to mention... That keeping the, fan, the, the fire burning and also that you need to change the coals, uh, the ashes of the coals, take it outside the camp of your place because the ashes will eventually put out the fire if kept there, they're, they're a dampener uh, so no task is too menial to, for the Torah to mention in order to keep the fire burning so in other words you should do everything for your child no matter how small in order to build that fire that Hashem has given your child mm-hmm. to keep the, the simple faith. Don't complicate things with philosophical questions or skepticism or uh, just anything that complicates. Just keep it simple and fan the flame of enthusiasm in your children for keeping the mitzvot. That's one thing that he mentioned, and it was super encouraging. Uh, especially. And of applies to anybody right. who has children, of course. It never stops. Yeah. Even if coals have gone out, reignite them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I, yeah, I think that was encouraging just for yeah, even adults. Right. So, to that point, I remember last year I was out as a seder at someone's house and they used uh, children's um uh pagoda. Mm. And they were like, I you mean, still learn a lot from this, and, it, and it's, it's simple mm-hmm. enough, but it's again, it is it is helpful to kind of sometimes forget the yeah. philosophical yeah. issues, a yeah. yeah. history, and just remember the basic is, story right to have innocence and, yes. just, mm-hmm. and just to accept praise right. That's good,
4: I like it very good. Other comments? Yes. This uh usually regarding the blood where it talks about not eating the blood, the command not right. to eat any. Fat. Yeah, I had uh, I had always just kind of read over that and go, Okay, we're, we're good there. You yeah, know, we're done. Yeah. But um, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs usually had a <coughs> little more insight as to potentially like what what's behind that command. And I thought it was it was really, really fascinating because it seems like an inter- I mean kind of an odd command. I mean at probably back then it would have been a lot more weird to do that, but of course nowadays like that also means not having your steak be rare and stuff like that, which has become very mainstream. But his, uh, his point initially was uh, that part of, part of the reason for that was there was of course a lot of, like Israel, when they were looking at offerings and sacrifices and whatnot, a lot of that was like idolatrous practices. And right. so when they came out of all of that, Like Hashem sort of had to, to demonstrate the the right way that it's supposed to be, and um, the the blood was one of the things that was also done in the midst of the sacrifices before. But that was like one of those things that Hashem did not carry over. Like just because they they did some of that, we're not going to carry that over into our practice. And one of the reasons that he gives for that is more of like the Kabbalistic understanding of. The, the two different <coughs> souls and how, like, of course, the Torah says that the life is in the blood. And so that when it, it was an understanding throughout a lot of, historically speaking, a, a, throughout a lot of the pagan cultures that whatever you were eating, oh, yeah. either the blood oh, yeah. or, or, or something like that, that you would take on those traits. Right. Oh, yeah. and, and so Indian that's... To tear your heart out and eat it eat exactly, the heart exactly of your enemy. Because so, it's strength and his, and that's, his life. Right, and so to, to understand that we have a divine soul and an animal soul, we are consistently attempting to to squash the animal soul and and try to be more godly and to try to serve mm. Hashem more with mm. the divine in us. And so his point was that like when when you would be eating blood, you would be strengthening the animal soul. You're feeding and the and wrong the, side. You're feeding the wrong side, exactly. And you would be participating in like some some pagan stuff yeah. doing that. And so yeah. it, it helped to understand the, the background of that command. So yeah. Because it it doesn't really explain it. It just says it's, don't just, eat it. It's just itself. Exactly. It's just the command. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's 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 you, you put that well. And, you know, and I can tell you that coming, you know, coming out of the Methodist church, even the Baptist church, hearing about two souls makes me go, huh? But when you talk about feeding the inner man and feeding the 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 fleshly yeah, man. You I get it. Your so, yeah. animalistic tendencies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I get yeah. I get it. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's good. that's good stuff. Yes, She can go. Oh no, she <laughs> wants to get it No, no, you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
11: Um, I, I I One of my favorite parts of this tour portion is the section here where it talks about koshering.
0: Where are we? Where are we? So we
11: are in chapter six, verse twenty.
0: So we've we've. Uh... We've come 20 verses through this already. That's great. <laughs> 20, 17 to 20. If any of the blood is buddha sprinkled on the garment, you should wash it over the garment which has been sprinkled in a holy place. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah? Yes. That's root. Oh, then we get into the earthenware vessel. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. The earthenware yeah. vessel. Yeah.
11: So um, I just find it interesting that that seems like an out of place topic between the sin offerings and the guilt offerings and, and the
0: inauguration of these new guys. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
11: um, I was reminded of. I am in Romans 12 verse 1, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice or a living offering holy and acceptable to God which is your reasonable service so I had a um, interesting I guess uh, beautiful time in, in learning about kashrut and taking different vessels and, and koshering them and so this portion here tells a little bit of like what that that vessel will then take on the status of of what's put in it, and I remember um, being a big fan of stoneware. Yeah, which is earthenware, and here it says to be broken, and um, you know I was going through the process of trying to costure that, and I've gotten at rid that of most Surla of those. <laughs> thing. yeah. Did
0: you get the uh, the volume discount? Right.
11: Yeah. Um, so there was a way that I had found to kosher that vessel and mm. put it basically re-kill that, oh, that vessel, bake it again, yeah, and so that it would be made new. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an interesting process. And as I'm going through my kitchen and I'm I'm being very diligent in trying to know what is going to be used for what purpose. I'm separating this vessel for meat. I'm separating this vessel for dairy. I was really struck that. This is all for me, that I am that earthen vessel and that I have to know what is, what is suitable for what Hashem has called me to do and that I have to be conscious of what I am taking in and allowing or being removed from. So I, I love kashrut. I love, um, it's not easy. Yeah. And I don't do it right, but um, I've been able to encourage some that it's it's not necessarily perfection, it's about progress, and it is about, you know, us relating to Hashem and even the menial things like eating that that are beautiful. It can be elevated to a worship
0: experience. Praise God.
7: Well, it's good. As, okay. you're, as you're saying Amen. Amen. earthenware is porous. Yep. Yes. So porous you absorb whatever you are around or whatever you are partaking of. Mm-hmm. You know, so we do need to be careful of what influence uh, whether it's, you know, the books we read or the T V we watch or you know the
0: mm-hmm. people we hang with
7: but but it's like you said you're of the world what is it you're in the world but not of the world mm-hmm. we can't exclude ourselves from everyone you know or you remove yourself from any influence over others that might be interested in a deeper walk of the Lord or a walk of the Lord. so but, but this, this teaches us be how we can, how we can deal with it. that we don't eliminate ourselves from other people. Period. Mm-hmm. But to be porous and not absorb those things, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. the Lord, you have to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Yeshua, he he was around unbelievers. Mm-hmm. He didn't, you know, the Samaritan woman, or you know, he did expose himself to other people. Mm-hmm. He didn't exclude other people.
0: Absolutely.
7: He was there to be an influence. Absolutely.
4: Know. He influenced others rather than the other way around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that just picking up on that, I mean, that's a really cool analogy for parenting too because we we all hear that children are the most porous or like sponges when they're younger. And that's exactly the, the time when you have to be the most strict with discipline. Amen. And it's that's kind of like the relation to like you have to, it's it's fire, you know, like it's going to be painful and everything. And then later in life as you become more, Hard and not for us, you know. You're set in your ways, like resilient. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's more of like the the washing in water or like a, a mikvah for like older kids after their after they've been bar mitzvah. And so, and that's that's really that's a that's a cool analogy too for parenting. Yeah.
10: Good, thank you. I'll, I'll never forget when she figured out this way to kosher these Earthen- earthenware, earthenware, <laughs> stoneware stuff, right? Because you know they'd been used for years, or whatever, and you know. Any, Anybody's seen it, they change color, oh yeah, all, yeah, know. they get seasoned. And she figured out a way to. She, she she found a way to do it, and um, when they came, it was really weird because when they went into this oven, you know, that was where they're going to basically be remade, remade yeah. as it were. Yeah, you know, they're they're dark, they're you know discolored somewhat because of all the years of use. Yeah, but when it came back out. It was um, almost—it wasn't white, but like it was. It was shade, several shades, light, lighter, and and went in like a really dark brown. It came out a very light, light brown. But it was cool. You could see the physical transformation of the vessel, and the spiritual application of that is just really—it's an object lesson that is pretty powerful if you kind of contemplate. I like. I like. That's cool.
0: Excellent. All right. Who else saw something for the very first time?
9: If I could share something in in the name of Taylor. Yes, ma'am. I I know Taylor. (laughs) I can't quote his source, um, but he has a source. But he, I think, he talks about when you bring um, a sin offering, you bring it to the same altars you bring a burnt offering. Same offer, altar as you bring peace offering, and it's all the same altar. Meaning, you're not isolating people who sin. Mm. It's not like you come in the temple and go, like, "Oh, that guy, what's, he's here again mm-hmm. for that." You know. Got to get
0: in the sin line. Got to get, you the get sin in line. the Thanksgiving
9: <laughs>
11: line. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's just
9: that's kind of neat. But it's all one before Hashem. Yeah. It's all one not. before God. It's like we're all there. We're all having to bring something. Mm-hmm. We're choosing to bring something. Exactly. And. Um,
0: he accepts us all. Amen. Neat. Amen. That is good. Praise God. Let's, uh... That's uh, Rabbi Miller. That's Rabbi Miller. So he spent a lot of time with, uh, with my Gudnik. That's great. Mm-hmm. Chapter 8 in verse 22. He brought the second ram near the inauguration ram. Chapter 8, verse 22. Aharon and his sons leaned their hands upon the ram's head. Moshe slaughtered it. He took some of its blood and placed it on the cartilage of Aharon's right ear, on the thumb of his right hand, and on not the pinky toe but the big toe of his right foot so a little Ramez if you've gone through the Torah at least once this should remind you of somebody else who gets this same deal
6: Metzorah.
0: the Metzorah what is a Metzorah? A leper. he's a leper so how does that work? the leper is treated like the priest or the priest is treated like a leper? Yes. how is the priest treated like the leper? He's set apart. He is completely set apart. He is now completely different, and if you will, alone Mm -hmm. in his work for Hashem. That is extraordinary. I can remember having a conversation with Rabbi Cohen shortly after Morgan gave birth to Sophia. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, Rabbi Cohen's over at the Chabad house, and he said, uh, where did she have the baby? And I said, at Mercy South. And he said, oh, yeah, I can go in there. So I looked at him. You know, it's like I didn't notice they charged me admission. Maybe they charged you admission because you wear that funny hat. <laughs> and uh, he said, "Well, I'm Cohen. And for yes, yes, Goy. For the first time, I realized Rabbi Cohen. Well, well, he's a Cohen, actually." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I normally know all this stuff until I'm standing in front of Rabbi Ko. And it, my brain goes me out. So, how long do you wait between eating meat and dairy? Seven hours. Seven hours. Seven hours. Where did you uh, come up with seven hours? I, I, I think my wife came up with seven hours. So you don't say I'm Oh, yeah. You know, I said you know, I'm after my blessing. And he goes,
5: "No." You don't
0: know say I mean to your own blessing. Well, you didn't say I mean. He goes, well, really, was it a blessing? Yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> different story, different story. So Rabbi Cohen says, you know, Mercy South is the only hospital in town that I can go into to, for the maternity center. And I said, well, why is that? And he said, well, all the other hospitals have the maternity center in the hospital proper. And he says, and so what's in the basement? He put that. And I said, the basement? <laughs> he said, the morgue. I'm Cohen, I can't go into the building. Really? Mm-hmm. So he flipped over and showed me. And of course, I'm reading something I've read a thousand times, and I knew that, but I don't know anything when I stand before Rabbi Cohen. So, um, yeah, so he's completely set apart. Well, how about the other way? How is the leper like like the priest, like the high priest? How is that? Because so he gets
9: restored, back. That-
0: Okay. He's, he's elevated. Um, his elevation has to do with purification. And the high priest has to live in that state at all times, especially on Yom Kippur. I mean, the Talmud goes into great length talking about how you can't let the guy go to sleep, don't let him dream. <laughs> oh, my goodness, right? Because of the whole purification process. Good. Yeah. So that he can minister before Hashem on behalf of the people. Right? Good. So, is that on the right here over here? Or is that on the ear oh, it's, on this it's in it's in the little little thing here. Huh. My whole ear's made out of cartilage. I was just wondering. I just heard it was this little middle deal. Middle. Yeah, it's no. not the lobe, because you never met Peter Pullian. I didn't mean it. Yeah, went to high school with Peter Pullian, twin brother of Michael Pullian. They were both on the basketball team. Blonde, blue eyed, gorgeous hunks. The girls were always all over them. You could always tell Peter from Michael, not because they didn't look alike, but because Peter had two earlobes on his right ear funniest thing I ever saw. He had an earlobe on his earlobe. I always think about Peter Pullian when we read. <laughs> <laughs> and now you will too. And there it is. Yes, Peter like. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah, most of would be going, wait a second, what do we do with this ear here? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so as, as you prepare this next week, unless somebody else has something else here, As you prepare this week, one of the last things you're going to do um, is get the leaven out of the house. This is where our our culture gets spring cleaning from. Mm -hmm. The fact that we're going to go through all the nooks and crannies and remove all of the leaven and clean it out. As we, as believers, should regularly examine ourselves that we might be presented holy and spotless before the Lord. And this is the preparation that the visible expression of the church has done very well, I think, in most churches um, for preparation for communion as they've reduced an entire meal to a shot glass of juice and a piece of plastic, but I digress. As you're as you are working through this week and uh, getting your Haggadot all ready to go, Haggadah means Telling. to tell, right? So we're going to tell the story of the Exodus and and hopefully, the folks that participate in our seder are going to feel like they too came out of Egypt, came out of bondage, with uh, with the rest of the people of Israel. Um, I'm just wondering, as as you do this preparation, do you recognize the number of commands that we have with regard to the Pesach? Right? Can you can you name some some positive or negative commandments that have to do with the Pesach Seder meal as the best representation of what we can do right now, and the following week, what's one thing we have to do? Eat. Eat matzo. We have to eat matzah. It's not just that we need to get the leaven out, but we need to eat the unleavened bread, and that's really in the Master's Day or by the Master's Day, the 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 festival had already been converted into being called Passover. So it was the week of Passover. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, the apostolic writings put. And it sounds like the whole thing is Passover. Passover is a point in time. The festival is a week long, it's seven days. And it's not the festival of Passover. It's a pa- festival of unleavened bread. So we're getting that leaven out and we are commanded to eat matzo. What else? Commanded to or not to? To eat maror. Maror, right? We've got to eat those bitter, bitter herbs. herbs, right? What else? Remove all. We gotta remove the leaven,
4: right? And not eat any during that week. Exactly right. Else.
0: Yeah. So I always thought that the orthodox practice of selling your leaven to a goy was really Wimpy. <laughs> I just as I understand it and I don't want to cast aspersions, but as I understand it. I'm going to grab up all my leaven, and I guess in order to be a good steward, instead of having to actually toss it in the trash or give it to my poor neighbor, I'm going to go put it in the garage, cover it with a blanket, and officially sell it to somebody else who is not mine. Is There's that the basically the bottom line? Same way you sell the back of a cow. The same way I sell the back end of a cow. The same way I sell the back end of a cow. How many of you sold the back end of a cow, week? Back end of a cow, anybody back end of a cow? Nobody in the back end of a cow? That's
5: a good thing, it's not
0: I don't have any idea what it means to sell the back end of a cow. I haven't even sold the back end of a pinto. That's
2: not kosher to sell, to eat the back end of a cow. Okay. But it's still fit for food for some people. So sell the back end of it. that's good.
0: As opposed to throwing, Seven, two, that's great, that's good, that's but I yeah let's uh, I got you back. so let's make Thanks. sure we understand. I don't have any problem with the selling of the leaven. I do have a problem, and you're going to teach me today. I have a problem with you selling your leaven. Throwing a blanket over it and keeping it in your home because now it's not technically yours. Yeah, we'll it in in not, it's, it's not. in your home. It's not in your home. It's so I. It's in the, uh, uh, the So I heard this from an Arab. It's not true. Like if you have something in the pantry, you're selling. You're actually leasing the pantry. I'm leasing the pantry. To the to the going. Yeah. See, that's so what I'm talking it's about. It's not your home. It's so not my. Come. So, so, uh, sorry, so, so, so the the let's talk
10: about so. a let's talk about a a real like situation because uh, I had long conversations with. Uh, Orthodox person about this. The great example they gave was let's let's presuppose for a moment that you are um, Barzillai the baker. Barzilai the baker. (laughs) Okay, makes his living doing. You make a living out of baking stuff. (laughs) That now for a week. And so you have your bake shop where you bake bread and all sorts of things that you know. Uh, for you know, for fifty three weeks out of the year, have right. leaven in right. them, right? right? So, and you have equipment that you use in your bake, in your baking business, right? Um, and it is impossible to kosher and remove all the leaven from your equipment. Makes sense. Take like my tester right? on it. Like a toaster, yet yeah, you can't, you cannot yeah. remove yeah. leaven from a toaster. Right? Yes. That's just impossible. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, so, because sometimes you so, find stuff from many years ago. So there's no way for there's no way that Barzillai the baker can. Uh, it's it's physically impossible, uh, or untenable, for him to remove the um, the comments from his possession. Okay. And. So in that particular case, right, if he sells his equipment to somebody else, right, right, it it's no longer it's no longer his. Yeah. Right. Um covering it with a blanket or, you know, tarp or whatever is just kind of saying we're segregating this off, right? Uh-huh. But the whole idea was that, that was that was in the Halakha that was actually um a point of grace or mercy, where where it was saying, look, we recognize that for Barzalai, the baker, there is, it would be... There's no recourse. You would be um, putting him out of business, putting him on the street, if you, or, you know, potentially, if you make him... I get that. Yeah, and we are to live by these commandments, and I get that. So, as so far as the, I, banker, I get
0: that. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I think we should forever refer to you as. Here's <laughs> the baker. Well, I Here's the baker. Things in the oven right now. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I, don't I, I get I that. To
6: say that. So. <laughs> so you guys are.
0: Cancel not sell <laughs> that. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. you Can't sell. So blanket <laughs> over head, No. 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 So. Uh, so I get that. And and you're you guys are just extrapolating this to say that well even though I could toss it even though I could eat it maybe it's just prudent to sell it. You mean eat, eat the cost? You mean? Oh, no. uh, that's no. good. That's wow. good. This is the uh, up and coming <laughs> <laughs> accountant, by the way. Yeah, it's tell. He's going to eat the cost. So I don't know. Well, I got to work on that.
7: Okay. Mentally, I got to work on that. Understanding leveling cool. is symbolic of sin correct Okay. and I have my sin okay, and I'm cleansing myself of sin is it right to hand it over to someone else my sin yes. over to somebody else for them to take care of my sin yes. until after Passover and then take it back in
11: I don't have any yes.
0: problem with you giving it or selling it to somebody because you're not selling sin you are actually selling, selling food. Brand. So I don't have any problem, and each year we normally give to some of our neighbors a whole lot of food if we're not paying attention, but this year they won't get as much food. But I get where you're coming from, because I don't think it's the selling that bothers me. It's the selling and keeping it in the house, number one, and number two, then taking it back. Right. And I, I think if, it, I mean, just, I come, I come to, the, uh, to the text with a simple faith, the faith of a child. And I say to my children, we are getting this out of here the same way you should get the sin out of your life. And on Tashlik, we have them tie a sin to that rock and toss it in the water. Forgetfulness, see, boom, gone, never to return. Well, this sin, we're going to hold on to, keep it in the house, and then take it back next. I I, I just think we we miss out on some of the word pictures that we could build for our children. But I'm not having a problem
3: with it. Are you saying that it seems to be under the impression that this is what you do with all of your leaven. This is not the whole selling of the comments is not supposed to be what you do for all of your leaven. It's supposed to be an additional leniency that you can utilize. Uh, in addition to to getting rid of it all. So a measure of grace re- if you happen m- to be it's not supposed faith. to be the only thing that you do. So uh, you're so you're going to get rid of some it's supposed to be, as the Baker example, it's just supposed to be a leniency enacted so that you don't cause yourself unnecessary pain and distress on Pesach, which is why there's a lot of times where when they discuss Pesach, if you were to observe all of the Pesach laws of getting of recapturing everything, it, there's no joy in that holiday. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, so Rebbe Nachman talks extensively about actually taking leniencies where you can uh, where you can, to and keep this is this is part of the leniency. It's not supposed to be the entirety. Yeah. of thing. and that's a, th- th- no, that's, th- a, that's th- a
0: great. Hang on one second. That's okay. a great response because it helps me with the whole word picture. Because now I can still do that, yeah. and yet not have a burden. Exactly. I like it because Shabbat shouldn't be a burden. Exactly. White okay, mm-hmm. that's good. So it's a good answer. <laughs> so you got the white shirt medal. That's good. So did you? So did you? <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah, it's yeah. a um, that, that's it's it. Stripes, it's everywhere. You're special. Well, you're you then you. Why so do you say, I completely
2: agree with the leniency. This is in many Jewish homes. I've had it from my rabbis. The most stressful time in any Jewish home is before Passover. Is that right? Because, a because just trying to clean everything and, and, and it's just crazy. It's not
3: supposed to be. And and, and so I completely agree that there so is we is lose the, the, joy the joy of the holiday. Of
2: and and it's a halakhic issue. Like I, this is impossible for me to kosher this thing. It's chametz in and out. Yeah. And it's, it's a, like a legal loophole that can be abused. And I think it. And sometimes it can be. For example, the most uh, Jews in Brooklyn or in Mincy, or Muncie River, where do they all go during Passover? To like five star Passover resorts in Palm Beach, Florida, or West, west Palm Beach, Florida. Yes. Like that's that's a big uh, American Jewish thing. Or, or you see all these. Passover, so we don't, have to over our pop- our we don't have to clean right. the house, sell so it, and they go on vacation for a week. Which, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's what hey, if,
11: if you are talking Hey, I'm not big that. Buy, I say it,
2: right? we try. do Not do anything they want. it's that big of a deal to
4: get all the connected items out of your house. Some people just, just, just vacation. <laughs> Vacation, I like it, Gregory. I, I was right there with you in everything you just said until I watched a uh, there was just like a, a halakhic you know peace off
3: video.
0: It wasn't by Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, was it? No, no, no. I'm just it, checking. It, it, I mean, you know, we're hearing a lot
4: of the Sacks stuff. Yeah, the, yeah I know. Well, I, but um, it, it was he actually mentioned to to Taylor's point, to Jonathan's point, all of the stuff that they end up selling, like none of it is food. It's things like pots and pans and shampoos. Sometimes have comments uh, and like like a bunch of random things that you wouldn't necessarily give away to somebody. Cause that'd be a little weird. Just you say half a bottle of shampoo, of shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes your hair shine. Yeah, yeah. And, then, like, and also like like liquor, like expensive liquor. Sometimes you yes. see like now. There's a big
0: problem. Like I've got a problem with you selling this stuff. That, that should be drunk. and You should bring it over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true,
4: but but I just uh, that helped me I to understand people. it so much that they they actually it's very rare according to this guy that you would ever even include food in your little thing that you would sell. English muffins. So for the things that are, would be just extremely hard to kosher or that would just or be impossible. comments that you, would, it, you wouldn't even it wouldn't make any sense to sell it to somebody. Okay. Like actually that's good. That's not. a good That's a good response. All
0: right. So uh, my son. Just as a side note with
1: the I think it's dangerous to um
3: look at look critically at the halakha yes in light of
0: a christian experience
3: a,
1: a midrashic interpretation sure. of the halakha i I'm to with the halakha
0: i like yeah it's a, a good point he's saying if i may that i'm starting with as you did the fact that leaven in the scripture often represents sin and the master was big on that and because of that I'm bothered by the halakha and their practice and he's saying we should be cautious of taking a midrashic or an understanding of what it really kind of could mean rather than just the plain simple fact of the text the fact of the text says to get rid of this the whole leavening thing is later is a midrash provided by the master. So he's saying, just be careful when you're, you're dinging the, the halakha mm-hmm. because your midrash doesn't line up with the halakha.
6: I still
4: not get it. Well, we, we eat leaven all year long. Right. So it can't represent... I mean, we, that wouldn't make any sense. It doesn't always sort of represent sin, sin. Like that we're just sitting all year long except for Pesach. Like, but you can't really extrapolate it to the point of action. It's really like a, a tool to teach at a point. That
11: that was the thing. Right. Exactly. I do
7: but I tend to think, for my perception of what my walk anyway is, I eat less and less of it each year. It seems.
0: But that's not a command, nor is it. That it's it not a
7: good thing.
0: It is not a bad.
7: Sin less and less.
0: We're not talking about sin. We were talking about eating well, just now. That's the point. That's exactly where Peter's coming from. Is that we're we're saying that eating leaven. Is equated to sin, and therefore, if I eat less leaven, I'm sinning less. That's not good. that is that is what he's talking about. Because eating bread is really important. Eating bread is important, and really it's a blessing. Important. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to point out through that whole conversation that you only talk about this, you only care about this, because you care about God's commands, because you you want to be obedient, and that is the hallmark of at least those. Who are represented in Revelation chapter, tw- chapter 12, right? Those who hold to the testimony of Yeshua and keep the commandments of yes. God. So, God bless you. That's that's great. The whole the thing and what, and whether and the baker and yeah, great. Yes, ma'am? This is the
8: strangest question
0: I've ever put. No, we had the strangest question ever from you about three months ago <laughs> and I wrote it down. No, it's okay. Go ahead. You got a free pass now. Yeah, we're okay. Good.
8: Oh, good. the show ready? showbread have these absolutely copious amounts so then they took the showbread
0: out? no, it was your homes that you needed to clean out not God's homes
8: she meant it during
7: Passover
0: it doesn't matter, you only clean the leaven out of your home that's what your response was wouldn't
7: the temple have been cleansed at Passover?
0: there's no no command to do so really? correct
1: I'm trying to think about the first Passover and well, the Passover, and if they had to leave that night, they were sort of taking a permanent vacation because they weren't coming back to
0: the leaven. And it wasn't anything. a five-star it hotel, it wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> Dust-tridden <laughs> 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 was around was <laughs> good point. You know, I, I think it's it's always been an amazing <laughs> thing to hands. me that they left, and the bread hadn't risen. That is an amazing thing to me because it means that even in the midst of hearing they were going to leave, the women were already preparing to go camping. They already had bread made. That's astonishing to me. Did I cut
1: you up? I was just just thinking out loud, basically. And and the idea is that the, the 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 cleaning out of the leaven was not part of that original, and it was you know it's. Pretty much every single time afterwards. Correct. So there's a you know a redemptive quality to that, to where it's like okay you know almost almost like Yom Kippur if you want you know because it's like a one once per year occurrence, and you know the, that first time Hashem did it, and then you know they left the leaven and then over time you know as we you know sin over the course of the year there's the 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 necess- you know, the necessity to have it cleaned out know, again. So yeah, but I, well, I
0: think that it's important to remember that every year we are remembering that first one. Exactly. And that's why we get leaven out, right? because sure. they didn't have any leaven in the bread. Well, we even read this morning
2: right, for the Thanksgiving offering, you're supposed to bring with it lechem chametz, right. leavened, loaves
3: leavened loaves, as part of the offering. Absolutely.
0: Problem. So there's there's not a problem with bringing leaven in the bread. Yeah, family. especially, I mean, Shavuot is big time. right. I've sure. yeah. got a
3: different completely 100% off topic uh, of what we're talking about so if you want to is it somewhere
0: between Leviticus 6 and
3: 8? yes go baby okay. <laughs> so it's in uh, I can't remember what, I, it's the start of I think chapter 8 where it talks about what to do with the sin offering yeah. and it talks about that the sin offering is supposed to be brought to the same place that you bring the burnt offering mm-hmm. and you read that you know, and north side? moving on is that the north side of the... Uh, yeah, same place. It's the exact same place. But it's like, well, what, what could you possibly learn from that? And one of the uh, the, one of the rabbis says that, well, think about it, had it been otherwise. Suppose that if you were to bring a sin offering, you had to offer it elsewhere, from where everyone else is offering offerings. Oh, your, your wife your wife has already preceded you on this point and we all applauded
0: the fact that she said said it was your deal she did she did did not know it was from Rabbi Miller but yeah man we are
3: with you what a great what a great thing to think about
0: etc (laughs) etc all right final comments Mr. Lancaster anything Anything anybody?
8: Um, I wanted to talk about for a little bit, what, you, what are you doing like you have somebody say happy Easter? I usually say you know, something like the angel of death has passed the silver oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. you and shadow yeah. yeah. You can try that when the guy's
0: <laughs> changing your oil or your hair. <laughs> I I like I like the shorter response. (laughs) Thank you so much and happy Passover.
3: Yeah. Don't be rude.
0: Don't be weird. There it is. And and they look and go. Oh yeah, Passover right? I didn't realize. Are you?
8: It is not by
0: accident. It is not by accident, folks. That Easter and Passover are always very close to one another. Let's you know think about it mathematically, right? That was the whole debate of the calendar. Exactly. Yeah, and the quarter decimans. Quarter decimians? Quarter decimians. Yeah. Right? Whether they're gonna yes. keep the fourteenth yes. here yeah. like, yeah. in the Bible. I'm sorry? The word Easter actually. Actually does in the New King James New American
1: translation. It does. In the King James Bible, and the in the apostolic writings, it does. For Passive. Yeah. Yeah. So right. we well it's th- there but not but
0: Well we agree with that. But to say it's not in the Bible, right?
1: <laughs> the original the
0: it's not in the Hebrew, oh. it's, it's not in the Hebrew. Uh, it's not in, in the Greek either. Let's pray, shall we? Good Father, we thank you for the Passover lamb that you provided for us eternally, once and for all, in Yeshua HaTzarik. Father, we pray that as this week approaches, you would find us ever faithful to be obedient to your commands, to be cheerful with our fellow to be mindful of the time and to be gracious one with another I pray Father that the satyrs represented by this community would be beacons of light sharing your love and the opportunity we have to be lights in the world to teach others about the love that you've shown for us I pray Father this would be a special Pesach each person here and that in the end when we come back that we would have wonderful stories to tell that we may bless your name openly and publicly for who you are and what you have done for us and all God's people said Amen Amen. Thank you folks